My parents have never been nicer to me. Never. Not in the history of all my life can I remember. Not in the 90s. Not, not post-Bush. Not post-Clinton. No, never. Until today. Right now in my life, when I moved out, you know, I'm a... I'm an old guy. I like to think of myself as wise. You know, I stayed at home. I saved a little. You know, maybe I didn't save any. You know, but you still, you say that. dozens of dollars. You know, I do. I have more than that now, but it feels good to finally get out, and uh, I'm excited. I know we haven't had, had a chance to get out of pocket lately, but there are some, my Caucasian shirt came in the mail. Yesterday, I'm just starting dialogue with that. Yeah. My whole life, been dedicated to dialogue now, ever since Cap, Cat, Cat, Colin Kaepernick. I had a babe. He came back last week. Hell of a game. Rocking the flow. I, I wondered how he was going to get the helmet on for weeks, and then he just did it. And then just, I, I've argued with people for 20 minutes saying that he's, he's going to either have to get braided or, or that's fro has got to go. And you know what? It didn't go. He went 13 for 2,987 yards. Yeah, and then I've heard people like, Callan had a great game. The Niners had a great game. Okay, you know what? He did way better than Blaine. Nah. Way better. Blaine's... He got, got beat by 29. You know, you know we, were watching, we were watching, and you guys were like, Jesus, how did it take six weeks for Chip to put in cap? Like, the cut to like what 30 do you minutes mean? later, he's like, yeah, okay. cap still sucks. I think I, I think the Niners fucking defense sucks. I think Blaine Gabbard is way happier on the bench where he belongs. You know, he's, he's you look at him. He's a he's a he he likes having his helmet off. Kaepernick hit a couple guys. We're talking about Colin Kaepernick. You know, the Super Bowl beating North Carolina, beat Carolina Panthers, and they're not North Carolina, different even though player. they're in fucking North Carolina. They different, different player. player. My ass. He's the same fucking player. He's surrounded by different talent. This whole shit. Niners are a fucking pathetic organization. Ranked fucking last in the power rankings right now. Which we'll get to later on this episode. Which is which is about power rankings. We're gonna, gonna get my view on the power rankings. Because I got my own fucking view. And then we're also talking NBA preview. Just like last episode. Which y'all should listen to on the last episode. If you were to follow us on fucking Twitter. At Out of Pocket Pod. It's episode 10. Oh it's the fucking 10th man. Wow, ten. Here, this is the ten episode anniversary. This is what should we fucking celebrate tonight? Yeah, I have a couple. Hit hit the old Baskin Robbins. <laughs> old Rocky Road. Uh, we got a great view of Mount Mount Diablo that right? we're looking at here yeah. from from our new headquarters. Yep, new headquarters live in uh, Jaina's room, the Jaina studio. Shout out Jaina's respect. He's gonna have a hot take later on, but. Yeah. We got much, you know, unfortunately, he's, he's done working for the Giants. Uh, they uh, lost to the Cubs, which was bullshit. Bruce Bochy is just, you know, he, uh, he's getting a little older, obviously, and uh, it's affecting his decisions, but we're looking forward to, the, to our baseball predictions, which we'll also talk later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that should, that should cover the big three once again, to no one's surprise. Hockey's still not cared about, oh, so... we have a hockey fan downstairs, but... Yeah. We, I guess we're not bringing him in. No. 
<laughs> oh, fuck. We're also talking about Major League Baseball's all-fucking-rager team, position-by-position position breakdown of who we think absolutely is crushing and flushing. And I'm talking, you gotta be putting up numbers. You gotta be, you gotta be talking Mike Napoli. Boom. Catcher. Napoli. Or do you go, or, or do you go Evan Gaddis? You know, Dan Ugla or, or Pablo Sandoval. Dan Ugla is gonna be way more of a crusher than Pablo Sandoval. Pablo is just a fat ass. I know if I was at a bar and I saw Ugla, he'd be fucking throwing back fireball shooters, smiling, asking for two more Coors Lights while ordering a side of wings. Alright, ScoMo's top five NFL teams this year so far. I gotta go with the Pates, the Patties, the Tom Brady's, Tom Edward Brady, the GOAT, the Hall of Famer, the Cheesemaker, the Burger... I mean, they got Gronk, not to mention Martellus Bennett, which y'all should watch, Bennett and Bennett Brothers on ESPN. It was dope. And they got LeGarrette Blunt. Pass me the blunt. You feel me? This team ain't losing. Their D always gets it done. I got them in fantasy. Shout out Black Lives Matter. We're 5-0. 5-0. Pack the cat. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. Number two, you got to go with the Cowboys. I'm going with the Cowboys. You know why? Because I didn't draft Ezekiel Elliott, which I fucking told everyone I was going to do, and I backed out and fucking... Why just did you went, back out? Fucking why? Because I fucking probably listened to fucking Matthew Perry or Eisenberg, <laughs> one of those fucking pussies, and drafted DeAndre Hopkins, thinking he was a steal at seven because his ADP. For those fuckheads who don't know what ADP means, it's average draft position. Dumbass. And that's when I realized that I should have picked Ezekiel Elliott when I lost last week to him when he dropped like 50 freaking points, dude. Anyway, they're number two. Coming in at number three, I'm going to have to give it to, you know what? The Buffalo Bills. They got Scarmo inspired. That's a gutty call. I know it (laughs) is. Rex Ryan and his brother, they've managed to team up again somehow in the same location. You know, fucking his brother's like the assistant head coach. Like, what other team even has a fucking assistant head coach? That's me. Tyrod's looking good. McCoy, they're up there. It's cold. No one wants to go there. They're really taking advantage of that. They have the biggest uh, point differential in the league. Plus 59. It's more than any team. Plus 59. That's. You would think it's larger. By the way, they fight, they only could play the Niners every week. Number three, the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right? You heard me. Big Ben, despite his little injury right now, you know that fool does this every year. Who wants to play in the middle of the season? No one does. He knows they're going to get in. He'll be back. They got a bye week coming up. Don't sleep on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's also probably top five places I least want to play. But moving on. Am I on four? Four, yep. Yeah, sorry about that. The Vikings, obviously. You know, they're five and out. It's pretty greedy of me to have them four when they're the only undefeated undefeated squad. But what are you going to do? I, I'm not a Bradford guy. Never was. No. Still not going to be. I don't know. He looks like he's in fucking Toy Story or something. 
I'm not sure about him. He had AP in college as his fucking teammate. He almost... Did he win the Heisman? I don't know. You know, he just never won pick. Got the biggest contract. He's good. But I'm just not going to give it to him until they win. Then I'll be like, alright. You're okay. And you got to like their defense. They're solid four. Solid four. Five. Uh, yeah. You're getting down now to the five. You got to really be getting hot. And uh, Cardinals are getting hot after they just destroyed the Jets and just took out Fitz Patty while they were at it. They just took out the Jets. Get out of here, Fitzy. Bring in Geno. Geno gets fucking intercepted twice. They're looking hot. Bruce Arians got them flying. Carson Palmer going to get hurt about week 14 as per usual. Uh, no offense, Carson, but let's see if you can prove the doubters wrong, right? Fuck the haters. And uh, the worst team in the NFL, in my mind, is definitely the Niners. And I've already talked shit on them enough. Okay, coming first on my top five power ranking, I got uh, New England Patriots. They get to play in a shitty division every year. They're going to go 13-3 and every year no matter what. Um, to go. They got the best coaching and they got Tom Brady they're the best team second I got the Vikings I'm not as hyped on them I know they're 5-0 and but they Bradford. don't have a very strong quarterback play they don't have st- strong running back um, and their receiving core I think is improved but not super sexy I know their defense is ridiculous but I assume they're going to uh, slow down at some point at third I have the Seattle Seahawks uh, again, great coaching, Pete Carroll. Dude, you mean the Seagulls? The Seagulls. And Pete Carroll low-key looks like Joel Alstein, that guy with the church commissioners. <laughs> I bet Pete Carroll slays younger pose. He has that I kind think of... he's he, married, dude. Nah, that doesn't matter. He's, he's smooth, and he's like... Devout spir- Christian. He's like spiritual. He's like... He would like definitely like... Yeah, man. T- talk about some like spirituality with like a hot twenty four year old from like Laguna Beach and be dude like, his his energy is off the charts yeah that guy yeah so just for that I'm sake, with Harbaugh though I want to be his ass <laughs> just for that sake I have them uh, at three Steelers I have coming in at four um, when you have the best receiver and the best running back in the game uh, you're gonna be good I know uh, Big Ben is hurt but he always seems to come back I'm sure they can survive with Landry Jones for a little bit but yeah who isn't hurt fuck both my hamstrings are probably torn right now <laughs> right um, and then last Cowboys um, I hope they stay with Dak I just think that's fun to see Tony Romo benched see here um, what I was talking about how can you not stay with Dak right now how can you let Tony Tony Scomo come in and try to handle this I, I well I think Jerry Jones has so much power and Tony Romo is like a son to him. A son, Jerry Jones probably has like eight sons. That's weird. <laughs> One of them think about Romo. this. Peyton, Tony Romo ain't no Peyton Manning. Peyton, shout out Peyton, respect. He got to come back from injury last year and take over the job from Brock, who was doing pretty good. Wasn't doing as good as Dak. Dak is putting up ridiculous numbers. You know, it's a Romo's a little better than Alex Smith, and Kaepernick stayed in, took us to Super Bowl as a rook. Yeah, I think uh, as a rook. Yeah, I'm 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 on Team Dak, and obviously the scum said Ezekiel Elliott is 
Redick, and uh, yep, they're my there. That's my top five. At the end, I'll I'll go with the uh, Cleveland Browns. Um, they suck. Obviously, they're on their 29th quarterback, and um, they will never win a game. All right, so our our question on Twitter the whole week. Uh, we got a bunch of responses back. God, we you turn your freaking phone off, dude? At least put it on vibrate. Jiminy Christmas. So, it was, uh, if you could send us your position by position choice of who you'd have on the all MLB flushing team. And we got some interesting, we got some great, great, great ideas. You know, we got Jeff Francoeur in the outfield starting. Mm. Miguel Tejada. At shortstop, uh, Juan Uribe, he's he's playing at third. We got, as we mentioned earlier, Billy Country Breakfast, Billy Butler, at first. I imagine he uh, eats cereal with beer. He he's that kind of guy for sure. Eats cereal with beer. He runs out of milk and just goes to the store and is with no shirt on. Dude, he's got a buzz. He easily shaves his own head every day. And he got his ass beat by that Danny Valencia in the locker room. We had reporters there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Jay Naz, our guy, got in that night somehow. <laughs> we'll have to ask. All right, starting on the bump, I think it's pretty obvious we're going to have Madison Bump Gardner. That guy chugged five brewskis. At one time after winning the World Series. The all timers, the all time best flusher, ball player, drinker. This one was close. We had a lot of votes here. A lot for Mickey Mantle. But in the end of the day, Babe Ruth mm-hmm. takes it. Something to think about. What a guy he must have been, the babe. The great one of the greatest athletes of all time does not look like anything of an athlete, which is truly inspirational for alcoholics and fatties everywhere. It is, and it's a shame because you can't see it anymore today. You know, today's athletes are—they seem to all be pretty well fit. You know, it's like Vince Wilford That's dropping bullshit. bombs. Yeah, six. Uh, he can't even swing a bat, probably. Yeah, athletes chose their own six-pack over a beer six-pack and I just frankly think that's oh you yeah I didn't even notice that dude and that was back the beer six-pack you know they when they used to drink you know at the games come on let these guys have a little fun make baseball fun again (laughs) like like isn't that right Banks Harper oh god are we doing the NBA preview too yeah, That's coming up next, huh? You're going to have to stick around. Stick around for even more NBA preview after this. And we're back. All right. NBA preview. I'm stoked for this year. The NBA is something that has been with me for a while. Sports are kind of like that for me. They really help, you know. They really help the time go by, really. Yeah. Um, the seasons, if you would rather use that word. I look at, like, baseball season. That's the ultimate. That's almost two seasons. 
damn near three. Like seven. In some states, it's literally the whole fucking year. <laughs> and with that, I will say that the Warriors are winning 75 game this year. <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, uh, myself and a special guest host... Um, if you didn't catch last week's episode, yeah, we're we're uh, giving our predictions on season win totals over unders for NBA teams. We started with the Eastern Conference, and uh, next week we'll be taking on the Western Conference. So this is a bit of a Western Conference preview preview with me and Scomo, um, talking a little bit a little bit about the Warriors. Uh, their over under is sixty six and a half wins. Um, That's bullshit. I said seventy five. Scomo thinks more and. Y'all heard it here. And every team doesn't get this, but um, there's actually multiple over-unders. The odds are adjusted for the Golden State Warriors. Their next is actually over-under 73.5, in which you go over, you get plus 400. What the fuck is this? Let me finish. And under 73.5, you get minus 600. So for over, if you bet $100, you would win 400 and under, you would have to bet 600 to win 100. Dude, now you're just speaking Chinese. Pretty simple concept to get. And Scomo, you'd still <laughs> pick the over? Um, Yeah, I'm fucking picking 75. Picking 75. And then the third one is actually, you can bet on this, over 81 and a half. So oh. if you think the Warriors will go 82 and 0, you'll get plus 5,000. So how much would you put down if you put down a hundred? How much you get? So if you put down a hundred, you would win five thousand dollars. <laughs> That's fucking weak, dog. So Scumbo's definitely taking the over. How can you not? The Warriors got better. They got a lot freaking better, and it doesn't make any sense to say eh, they're gonna they're gonna freaking sit people during games like and they're gonna lose that way I don't care the Spurs win a lot of games and they Duncan hasn't played he played a quarter of the year last year at least maybe 12 games Duncan maybe played 14 games last year and they still won 60 something games you get what I'm going at there Kevin Durant the, the the league scoring leader two time MVP maybe one time MVP just one Scoring champ, though. Yeah. Back me on that. Yeah. We got a fact checker here in the back. I think the argument um, against the Warriors is that um, they might take a while to gel. You think the argument... Did you hear this argument? Also, I think it won't be as important for them to reach a win total goal as long as they have home court throughout. Um, I think that's important for them. So, again, with the rest, um, especially going towards the end of the season... Uh, I don't expect them to win 70 games. I think that's a lot. I do think they are overall a better team, but that doesn't always necessarily uh, result in win totals. Um, It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I think they'll treat that as such. And I will guess they have 69 wins this season. 69. You old sailor, you. So I see in the last episode, you've had the... um, My sleeper pick losing... Losing 40 games here. My Knicks. You got them the under. Yeah, I had uh, over under 40 and a half. I picked the under. That's bullshit. They got D. Rose. Oh. Porzingis. <laughs> They're coming at you. Derek is back. I I can tell you that much. And 
they they got a little deeper of a squad as far as it goes with Joakim Noah. Health is going to be a key issue for them. Well, Scum, uh, the Derrick Rose acquisition doesn't really impress me too much. The past four seasons, he's played 66, 51, 10, and 39 games. Uh, he shot 42% from the field, 29 from three. Uh, they're going to be running a hybrid uh, triangle-type offensive system. Uh, for the triangle, you need players who pass well. He doesn't pass well. He doesn't shoot well. Um, not sure how that's going to work out. He really hasn't been the same since his injury. I know he's dealing with legal battles as well with the sexual assault <laughs> whoa, case. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not bring up the legal <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might affect his play. He might... Uh, be in jail, to be honest. Um, <laughs> out of pocket. Out of pocket. You would listen here. Um, yeah, again, I don't like Carmelo. I love um, Porzingis, Porzingod. I think he's a once-in-a-generation type player, 7-3 with range. Slaps future. Slaps future. Latibian gangbanger. He uh, blocks shots. He moves pretty well despite his size. I like him, but they're positioning their team to win now when their best player is 20 years old. They need to be positioning themselves to win in the future. He's pissed he's only at 80 in 2K. (laughs) So when you're uh, adding players like Derrick Rose and Noah, who are kind of more in their career, and Melo for that matter, that are in their part of their career to win now, um, I don't think that positions Przingis well, so... Um, definitely excited to see this team play this year, but I have the under on forty and a half. What would you rather them ha- the Knicks do with Porzingis? Film f- fill the team with a bunch of freaking jabonis, rooks. I would. I would um, fill the team with a lot of young players, jabronis, um, or veterans that can um, are at the very end of their career that can help develop the young players. Um, but definitely they need to position themselves in the draft that they continue to add young talent um, rather than... So you're saying more like selecting. Timberwolves? Yeah, in a way. Instead of selecting guys that are kind of past their prime. The Timberwolves are looking good. T-Wolves are looking good. I'm looking, looking forward to preview them on our Western Conference pod. Make sure you're listening to that next week as well. Next week, I see Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Um, Tom Thibodeau being uh, their new head coach. Kevin Garant, the GOAT, retiring. He, thank God he's retired. Um, yeah, we'll see if Carl Anthony Towns can uh, take his game to a whole other level year two in the NBA. And we're back. All right, that was a pretty good hit. Yeah, thanks to our sponsors. I had, I had a good time. I'm glad I got that Warriors. Y'all, y'all heard me. 75 wins. 75 more real wins. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. It's a pretty greedy team. And uh, we talked all MLB flushing team early. You heard some NBA spreads. We got the top five power rankings. Go Cowboys. Yeah, hitting it all three ways with the three big sports leagues. <laughs> yeah, fuck NHL. <laughs> fuck NHL. Um, but make sure you're listening uh, to Out of Pocket on iTunes. All you got to do is search the Out of Pocket Podcast. Same with SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the Out of Pocket Podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Out of Pocket Pod. Retweet, fave, like. Oh, rate and review on iTunes. Don't forget to do that. That's really important. So we're getting notoriety and such. Remember going Pinterest, kick, yik yak, run all those. Yeah. 
And I really, you know, NHL is chill. Alright, we out of here. I'm about to go cook some chick. See you next week for the Western NBA preview. These eyes are crying. Alright, no, we'll play this song. I suck at singing.